There is nothing wrong with your internet. Do not attempt to adjust your settings. We are controlling the podcast. We control the squealing and the screams. We can make your heart flutter, your eyes blur from tears, or sharpen your mind to crystal clarity. For the next hour, sit back. We are in control of what you hear. We repeat, there is nothing wrong with your settings. You are about to experience the awe and mystery known as the female mind. You are now entering the Fangirl Zone. Welcome to Sci-Fi Talk on the Fangirl Zone, a podcast where we discuss shows on the Sci-Fi channel. I'm Steve. And I'm Sean Fangirl S. And tonight we'll be discussing episode six of season four of Channel Zero, The Dream Door. Okay, we finally got to the finale. Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> I don't know who to thank more, the writer of the short story, Charlotte Bywater, or Nick and Tosca for making this like so crazy. Yeah. So it, it all came from Charlotte's mind originally. Yeah, but he sure embellished it, that's for sure. Wow. <laughs> this is awesome. All right. So before we go into this crazy ending, let's go with some ratings news. All right. Episode six brought in a 0.07 in adults 18 to 49 with 0.239 million viewers, making it the 113th rated cable show for the day. And more than likely, if anybody got to episode five, they were watching it episode six online because they didn't want to wait <laughs> another day to find out what happened. Yeah, I had to give it a minute between most of them. But this one, yeah, I did watch five and six back to back. Right. I just couldn't wait. So <laughs> go ahead and take us in because this was nuts. Yeah. All right. The two of us, Jillian and Tom, set out to defeat the demons in their marriage once and for all. Interesting. The demons in their marriage. Right. <laughs> yeah, it's interesting how they put that. Yep. All right, well, we start off in the ghost neighborhood where a barely conscious Tom is dragged into a home under construction by the one and only tall boy. And he's about half conscious, and Ian decides to throw a few uh, hamburger wrappers that he's balled up at Tom to get yeah, him. Yeah, he decides to go to Stucky Burger. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Telling him all's fair in love and war. Dude. She doesn't love you. Yeah. You're related. <laughs> Obviously, this is just not something that Ian's going to get through his head. Of course. And of course, Tom asks where they are, and Ian lets him know that their dad left everything to Jillian, so the entire subdivision is hers. And he's looking pretty worse for the wear. Oh, yeah. Yeah, the redness under the eyes definitely made you know that, yeah, he's pushing his limit of how much he can do at one time. And how they made it. Well, part of it, it was like the face stubble, but making his cheeks look like super hollow. Right. It's like all of a sudden he's losing a bunch of weight and stuff, and that's why he's eating so much. Yeah. He's just looking rough. Now, of course, <laughs> Ian also digs in to Tom by saying he won't be living long enough to get half in the divorce. Dude. She's not trying to divorce me. She's no. trying to get the hell away from you. Yeah. <laughs> and, of course, Ian's got to go on and tells Tom that he loves Jill in a pure, uncomplicated way. <laughs> he 
because they have a connection. Yeah. And Tom says, oh, no, no, no. You don't know her at all. Oh, my God. Ian, please. Yeah. He comes right back with, oh, she picked you just because she knew you when you were kids. And before her dad left, you were the safe choice. And I love Tom's face in all of it because he's just like, you are just batshit crazy. Yes, absolutely. And Ian has a little bit of a convulsion, a cramp. Uh, something. He like grabs his stomach. Yeah, it? ulcer, uh, <laughs> something, and screams out in pain. And Tom makes a break for it and actually manages to get out of the house. And Ian sends Tallboy after him. And he grabs that saw thing. Seriously, where do you get your batteries? Yeah. That's all I'm wondering. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, by now that thing, no, there ain't no more charge left in that saw. Right. Now, when Tom gets out, it's daylight. And we see Jillian pulling into the neighborhood. And it's still light, but not near as bright as it was when Tom got out. Right. So I was like, time jump? Yeah. Or is it just sunsetting kind of thing? Yeah, that was kind of bothered me a little bit as well, because then it's completely dark. And it's like, what? She couldn't have been driving through the whole entire neighborhood for two hours until it's completely dark before running into something. Right. And as she's drying, we see the red crayon walking between homes. And you go, Hmm, this is not going to go well. Yeah, I, I think in my notes I wrote they were the Skittles kids. Yeah, <laughs> nice. Because I'm like, it's the rainbow of kids. So. Yeah, so Jillian stops and gets out and looks around, and we see something white come out from a wooden trash container that goes back behind it when she turns around to look. I'm thinking they're coming to kill her. Oh, absolutely. I would think that's not what Ian wants. No. But they were creepy. Yeah, absolutely. Now, granted, I think Ian probably would have sensed that the crayon had found Jillian and then kind of went into control mode. Ah, okay. But a security truck drives up and the guy asks what she's doing here. Way to come up now, guy. Yeah. Oh, haven't you seen anybody before me in this neighborhood? And he goes, well, I just got here. Okay, security overnight. I can see that on a construction site. Absolutely. And as she starts to tell him who she's looking for, crayon kids appear and start walking towards them. Yeah, this guard was far too trusting. I mean, I guess you're not expecting weird-looking crayon kids coming at you but right when he's just like it isn't halloween you need to go home dude dude really (laughs) yeah (laughs) this is not not what you should be saying no you should have gotten in that truck and got the hell out of there because of course they attack the guard and jillian turns to get back in her vehicle and one of the crayons has taken its ice pick and punctured her tire, so she has to run. I don't know. I think even driving on a flat tire, you'd get faster, <laughs> get away faster, I mean. Yeah. <laughs> More than likely, I don't think those crayon kids could run too fast. Right. But she hides behind a pile of dirt as the crayons go by, 
Then she hears a saw and turns and sees Tall Boy on another street. So she follows him to see where he's headed and hears a knock on a glass door. Because she knows he's looking for someone and doesn't think it's her. Right. So I'm like, okay, this is a good, good way to go. But when she all of a sudden hears the knock, I'm like, oh, wow, that's just perfect timing, right? Yeah. And she goes into the house and finds Tom on the floor. Tells her he got away, but they hurt him. Well, yeah. So Jillian tells him they have to figure out a plan and tell, and Tom tells her he loves her and kisses her. And here I'm thinking, oh my God, he's like kissing her goodbye because he's dying. Right. And, and when she's like, no, 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 we can do this. It's like, mm, weird things just started happening. Yeah. Her idea is to bring back Pretzel Jack, but Tom doesn't want her to do it. And when he says, I just want to be together and kisses her again. This isn't Tom. No, I'm sorry. I don't think Tom wants adult time when you're about to die. No, (laughs) not at all. But when she tries to create the door with Tom, and then all of a sudden you see Ian's face kind of popping in there, I'm like, oh, this isn't right. Yeah. Mr. Ian has created a version of Tom. That's pretty impressive. Oh, yeah. Except his words just happen to not be Tom's words. Right. Because not Tom tells her it's okay and that he loves her and let's just be together. And that he wants to feel what it's like to be with you. What? Yeah. (laughs) That should have been the red flag for Jill to say, this ain't my husband. Right. As not Tom kisses her again, she begins to fight. And when she squeezes his hand real hard, white goo comes out. Ew. Yeah. So Jillian tells not Tom to get away from her, and he's not her Tom. And Ian has another convulsion, which causes not Tom to drop his head, giving Jillian the time to escape. Well, I think he's, like, got too many things going. Because how much did it take out of him to create this Tom? Right. And he's trying to control... Tall boy and all the crayons. Right. That's overload, dude. Right. You're like, Plus, I'm sure the dogs are still running around. Right. He's just spending way too much of his energy, and he comes out of his convulsion and has not Tom chase after Jillian. And he catches up with her in a lot that hasn't been started yet. Jillian pulls up the sign. And uses the wood to run through Tom until it can't move. Yeah, kind of staked him to the ground. Yeah. <laughs> and real Tom walks up. Yeah, that's a little awkward moment yeah, right there. Just a little bit. And Tom asks her, did he make that or did she? <laughs> and Jillian wants proof that he's real Tom by wanting him to tell her something from their past. But Tom finds a much easier way to prove it by picking up a nail and cutting his hand to prove that he's the real Tom. Great. Now you need a tetanus shot. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So Tom asks her now that she knows it's really him. Does that make her any happier to see him? And of course, she hugs him. And then Tom decides to crush his own skull, basically, by stomping on not Tom's head. Yeah. That's weird. (laughs) I'd have done it. (laughs) Still weird. Yeah. So the next day, Tom gets up and checks to see if anything is around and goes back to Jillian to see if she's okay. And Jillian's still a little shaken up because she killed her husband. 
even though it was not Tom. And of course, Tom's hoping that there were some differences between them. Yeah, there was. Yeah. And Jillian says she just- creepy, you're not. (laughs) Yeah, says she lost all control, something took over, and I was killing you. Yeah, how about we discuss this later? later. Yeah, we need to when get out of here. When we're, you know, here. safe. Yeah. We need to get out of here. And then, of course, Jillian brings up the fact that Pretzel Jack almost killed him, and maybe it was her that wanted him dead because he had lied to her. Yeah. Okay, great. Can we still talk about this when we're safe? Right. Let's get out of here. And Jillian, no, go get help. I'm the one he wants. <laughs> and- <laughs> I love that because when Tom's like, he can't have you. Right. I think Jillian's just like, what? Yeah. Really? All of this crap, he's still there, girl. Yeah. Come on, get it together. This guy is standing there in front of this girl who's creating weird monsters, but he's still there. Yeah. So Head they, to the exit. Yeah, as quickly as possible. And... Jillian stops and says, mm, something's not right here. Trust me. And sure enough, Ian pops up saying he knew that he, she could sense him and they would have never made it out because his little guys are all over the place and they're very good at hiding. No, she sensed something wasn't right, Ian. He, she didn't sense you, okay? <laughs> she probably sensed your creations lurking about. <laughs> the weird, creepy things. Yeah, Jillian tells him to let him go, and that it took a lot out of him creating that other Tom. Yes, it did. But Ian goes, oh, I'm fine. Just need to recharge it a little. Like sex, doing it, doing something different, it takes time to recover. Like you have any idea. (laughs) Right. I think you've been so obsessed with your half-sister, you've never had any time with somebody else. And it just kept getting creepier, because he's just like, We're meant to be together. We're supposed to be together. No, we were maybe supposed to grow up together. Right. But that's it, dude. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. And of course, by this time, Tallboy walks up behind Ian and Jillian asks why he made the other Tom. Oh, so I could be with you. And it felt good. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. Creep factor off the charts. Yes. Yeah, and the whole, like I said, we need to be together. It's what makes us special. Stop. Yeah. Please stop. And when Jillian mentions bringing Pretzel Jack back, he wants her to forget about Jack and create something new. Something that's ours. How about no? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And of course, Jillian goes, right now? (laughs) And Ian goes, well, not while he's watching. And and that would be awkward, wasn't it? Like <laughs> yes. what he said? Yes. And you're like, that's what's awkward for you? Yeah. <laughs> that's it. Okay. So, of course, he sends Tall Boy after Tom and they turn and run. And Ian starts after them but can't keep up and falls to the ground. So he's getting weaker by the passing minute. Yeah, because there's no way he can keep up the yeah. energy. No, you can't. Stuff enough food in your mouth to keep up with the energy he's expelling. Right. So Tom and Jillian run into a house and we get another bit of confession between the two. Jill looks out a window and Tom asks if she can see anything. And Tom tells her that they both have some intense crap going on in their heads. And he actually apologizes for everything he's done. Which kind of surprised me because, again, this doesn't seem like it's the time and place. Right. But 
you don't know if you're getting out of here alive. So if you're going to say it, you better say it now. True. And as Tallboy gets closer to the house, they split up so Tom can give her more time. Kind of go, hmm, okay. What are you actually planning on doing here? So Jillian goes upstairs and tries to recreate Pretzel Jack as Tom keeps Tallboy busy with occasional knocks on the wooden door. Yeah, okay. I guess that's all it took. <laughs> yeah. Tall boy finally goes upstairs as Jillian is trying again. And as he makes it up all the way up the stairs, the door appears and Jack makes his entrance. I was still thinking, oh, great. What is happening? Is Ian taking over? Right. Wasn't sure. sure. Right. Yeah, I wasn't either. So Tom makes it upstairs in time to see Jack and tall boy battle. And fortunately, our contortionist is able to avoid the saw and probably just broke Tallboy's kneecap. And that was interesting. Yes. And we see Ian screaming in pain when it happens. And Jack grabs the saw and basically cuts Tallboy's head in half. I wasn't upset. No. It was gross, but I wasn't upset. Yeah. And Ian gets up off the pavement. And is seen by our new trio, and they chase after him. Now, that was great when they come out of the house. And Tom looks at Jack and goes, you know we're on the right team, don't you? <laughs> yeah, we're on the same team this time. And Jillian, he looks at you, is that a yes? And Jillian's like, yeah, yeah, he knows. It's like, okay, well, he just cut something in half. So, you know, I just want to be sure, you know? Yeah. Exactly. So Ian comes up upon the not Tom and stops and pulls out probably his last bag of candy and stuffs the last few pieces in his mouth and uses that energy to bring tall boy back to life. Yeah, it showed him healing up. It was so weird. Yes, it was. That was pretty creepy because <laughs> it didn't he didn't have enough strength to do it completely. So, yeah. Yeah, he was still funky looking. Yeah, his face just went more creepy than what it was before. Yeah, and as the trio follow Ian, because he ducks into a house, they're about to to follow him in and they see all the crayon kids. And I don't know if you noticed, but like their faces are melting. Right. Which I'm like, oh, what's happening? Does he not have enough strength? Is that what, what it's doing or what? Right. It has to be. And of course, they decide to split up. And I love it. I'm like, okay, say Pretzel Jack finds something. He doesn't talk. How do you guys know? Right. (laughs) And if either of the other ones find something, they may not be able to make a noise. Yeah, that's true. So, But, oh my God, this find. Jillian goes into a room and finds the husk of a female body in the room that resembles her. Oh, Ian, what are you doing? Yeah. And what did he do with that thing? Yeah. No. Because that's the only way he'd know anything about uh, doing something different sexually. And let me say, they had the creepiest music box music playing when they opened that room. Yes. And I was like, oh, God, what are you going to do? What's happening? That was too weird. Right. 
Because you see Jack going upstairs and not finding much of anything, and Tom in the garage. Well, of course, Jillian finds Ian in a room that's full of doors. Okay, and I'm thinking, how are you even getting those doors way up there? How are you opening them? Yeah. (laughs) And (laughs) how is whatever in there getting down? Right. And what does he say, though? You feel the connection, right? Dude, stop Uh, with the connection. Yeah. And they argue, of course, and Jillian mentions not being able to reconcile with her father because Ian killed her. Yeah, thanks, Ian. Yeah. But he did it for you. No, no, you didn't. No, you did it for you. Right. So Ian grabs Jillian and Jack sees this and heads to her rescue only to be cut in half by Tallboy. That was messed up. Because it wasn't just his head. It was everything. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that was rough. To see Jack go out that way. But, of course, exploding was pretty bad, too. So Yeah. So, of course, Jillian knows it's time to take action and pulls out the knife she had stuck in her back pocket and stabs Ian with it and struggles to keep it in him. And Tom sees this and makes a mad dash, avoiding Tallboy's saw and joins her in keeping that knife in Ian. Yeah, that was weird, because he hurries up and closes the door to block Tallboy. Right. Obviously, anything to stop him. And, like, they have this moment, like, oh, we're going to kill him together. It's like, okay, this is a weird moment together. Right. <laughs> I'm just throwing that out there. Yeah. But, like, Tom ends up grabbing the knife and stabs him in the heart. And right when this happens, then Tallboy makes it in and is coming at them with the saw and i'm like oh god what what's gonna happen right yeah you thought oh man this could end with everybody dead right but they move at the last minute and then tallboy runs ian through with the saw and i don't know if tallboy is just supposed to be so awkward and weird and ian isn't controlling him at this moment because he's trying not to die right but tallboy ends up pinning him to the wall and He's not on the floor, so he's definitely dying. And I swear Tallboy kind of let out a a cry. Right. Yeah. It affected him when he actually realized what had happened. Okay. Because, yeah, I think the la- his last command was get Tom and Jillian. And so he was charging forward towards them. They got out of the way and Ian wasn't able to tell him, no, stop. <laughs> mm-hmm. And it was so weird because then when he dies, all the doors disappear. Yeah. And I'm like thinking, first of all, that room is really huge. But second, okay, so everything disappears. This is why Jillian's doors haven't disappeared. The old doors. Right. But those are weird too. And Yeah. So we flash forward to sometime in the future. And Tom and Jillian are looking at each other from a bed. The same way they were looking at each other in the house from on the floor. Right. And we hear a child cry. And we're back to rock, paper, scissors. And Jillian once again loses and gets up. And she goes into the child's room and comforts it. It's not It's not that creepy head, baby uh, thing. Yeah. <laughs> deformed baby. It's a very normal looking child. 
And she returns to bed and tells Tom the child has settled down. Yet we cut back and see the child standing in its crib, not real happy. Yeah, but the baby wasn't crying. No. like, mad, I guess. Yeah, that mommy wasn't there. Yeah. And then we see the night light flicker, and you go, oh, it is hereditary. (laughs) It was so weird. Because then suddenly, yeah, a door door appears. appears. (laughs) Because I'm thinking... Tell me you have a whole bunch of crap on every wall. Yeah. It's like no <laughs> blank space. Yeah. <laughs> so that was really weird and it was awesome. But I mean, I like the way they at least bring it all together. Right. To show how, okay, yeah, Ian is dead. All the creations are gone. All his doors are gone. Nothing's going to come at you. But then I'm like, oh, the dog's gone. Yeah. Because, <laughs> oh. of course, I'm like one of those people, you can kill everybody in the horror movie, leave the dog alone. Right. <laughs> That's how I am. Oh, my gosh. I I love this season. Oh, I, I really too. think it was one of the best seasons so far. Yep. Oh, you guys are doing amazing stuff over there at Sci-Fi, Nick yes. and Tosca. And, of course, everybody over at Creepypasta who are, like, doing these awesome stories that they're able to, to pull from. Right. Yeah, you guys are so freaking creative. And if any of you are listening, we'd love to talk to you. Any of the ones who they've already done or any that might be possibly coming up if you're allowed to talk about it. Yep. That would be cool. You can send us a message at sci-fi talk. It's S-Y-F-Y talk at fangirlzone.com. Let us know if you're one of the previous authors, if you're possibly one coming up, although I have a feeling you wouldn't be able to talk to us. But if you want to contact us and talk to us when something happens, we would be totally cool with that, too. Yep. Or just anybody who's writing over there that just think this is awesome that they're doing. And, you know, you're kind of hoping that you could be next. That would be great. Uh, Or just tell us how you feel about how all this series for Channel Zero, since it's constantly changing, how you feel about it. And, of course, if you check out our website, www.fangirlzone.com, you can hit our contact page there so you don't have to remember everything. (laughs) You can shoot us emails or Facebook or Twitter or whatever. Check out the stuff that we have on the website. That's great. I I love talking to you guys. And if you see us, of course, at cons, because the year is closing and cons are basically over for the year, at least in our areas. Right. But... Then we're going to gear up for con season for next year already. So, you know, we'd love talking to you guys when you see us. Make sure you stop us and we'll take pictures with you because that's just awesome. I love doing that. <laughs> Don't forget to rate and review us on iTunes and any other platform that you find us on because good ratings and reviews help other fans of the show find us. Tell your friends. We do hope you're enjoying the podcast, of course. And for this episode of Sci-Fi Talk, I am Sean Fangirless. And I'm Steve. Ian, you're still fucking crazy. And until next time.